Welcome to the WAWG Lifestyle Podcast, Episode 6. I'm your host, Jalen Stevenson. We're going to get right into it today. All right, so today, I'm going to just recap my day so far, you know. I woke up pretty decent. You know, I woke up feeling pretty okay. Feeling, Of course, feeling motivated, feeling goal-oriented. You know, I went to class on time. Clap it up for me. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Went to class on time. You know what I mean? We're getting ready for my speech I have to do on Thursday. That's that's self-explanatory. You already know. Ace that, of course. Then, you know, I, I came back to the dorm and, you know, took a took a nap before I was going to go to the gym. And I woke up from my nap feeling real angry. I don't know why I felt angry. I just felt angry. I felt angry and motivated at the same time. It's a weird combination, but I felt real angry and motivated. And I want y'all to, like, take what, you know, I'm saying now as a as a source for you to use in your own life. Like I felt angry and motivated. And because of that, I just, I normally, I always go intense in the gym, but today it was just a, it was a heavy, heavy, like intense day. Like it's intense, but today I put heavy into it. Like it was, I was lifting more weight than I normally lift. And I, it was a back and tricep day. I was just focused the whole time. And you never know who can recognize your energy, who can recognize your your aura, who can recognize your grind and connect with you from afar. You know, like a dude, old man came up to me today. He was like, your arms is as big as my legs. And I, we was just laughing, having a conversation. And I showed him a picture of what I used to look like. And he was like, man, that's amazing. That's really inspiring. And I started telling him about everything I got going on for myself. He was like, man, you just got to keep going and, you know, keep your head down. And just a couple years from now, a few years from now, God God has your time. And God is going to tell you when it's your time. He's going to give you your time. And that right there, even though I was in the middle of a set, like that right there, it just proved to me, like, look, people will always recognize the good energy and the grind. And you should always stay true to yourself in the process. Like, don't look, don't be, don't use your anger as a negative thing. Use your anger to motivate you. And to, and to like get to your goals or whatever, like you know what I mean. Like, use the pain and the hurt that you have instilled inside of you, and use that as motivation to get better in whatever you want to accomplish. Like, success is the greatest revenge, so don't react out of emotion. Just prove with hard work, dedication, and consistency that you. You could just accomplish anything that you put your mind to inside your craft. You can accomplish anything that you put your mind to, and that's the that's the most important thing. Like, you know, being true to yourself, doing what makes you happy. Like, don't let nobody control you. Control what you want to do. You know what I mean? Always think positive. Always have a positive outlook, or try to have a positive outlook. Try to be always positive. Don't be a negative person, because people can read negative energy. People can read when you not, you know, yourself. People can read that from a distance. You know, it was a random dude. Random people came up. To, a lot of random people came up to me today and was just trying to hold a conversation. You know, they was trying to get to know, get to know me, and you know, stuff like that. And it's like I take that stuff. I don't let that stuff feed my ego. I let that stuff like humble me in a way because some of them people that came up to me, I look up to them in a way, you know what I mean? I look up to their consistency because they're there every day. 
you know, every day at the same time. They consistent with their craft. So it's kind of like they're consistent. It may not even be their craft, but they just consistent in something that they like doing or love doing. And that's kind of like, you know, I look up to them like that. For them to come up to me, it kind of gave me more motivation to just keep going. Like, get stronger, keep going, keep reaching your goals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that goes into like, that can go into like social media. Don't let social media distract you from your common goal. Stop believing in fake news and all this stuff on social media that, that, that they're using to like control your mind. And control the way you think and to give you a certain outlook and to give you a certain outlook on other people. Like, for example, like the ASAP Rocky and Rihanna situation. If you don't know, it's it's been like gossip and reported going around that ASAP Rocky cheated on Rihanna and they're quote unquote broken up, separated. It's just like, bro, y'all don't know what they got going on in their life. Y'all don't live with them. Y'all don't even know them. You don't even know Rihanna or ASAP Rocky. You don't know what they got going on. She never publicly said anything. So for y'all to like have a certain stigma and certain viewpoint on certain things that you don't even know is true, it's kind of alarming to me. And that's that's just an example. It's tons of other things that, you know, goes into feeding it to social media, feeding it to the shade room posts, feeding it to the the headlines. Like, you know, I unfollowed the shade room posts like three, four months ago because I felt like Nothing against them, but it just feel like it's just toxic. Like it's toxic energy. You know what you read, what you consume, what you listen to on a daily basis can can influence the way you think and influence your opinion on things. And it's kind of like I don't want them to influence and you know what I think or like what I want to say, my perspective on things. You know, and it's like another thing with the whole like with the Drewski situation. With it when he deleted his tweet or excuse me deleted his skit, it was about the uh you know how men act around women when it's alcohol involved and they be trying to you know try to seduce women with alcohol they be trying to play like you know they try to they act a certain type of way, fellas especially women y'all know how y'all know what how dudes are like some dudes are just not all dudes but some dudes are just they wanna. Get be involved in a woman so bad. They want to have like, you know, intercourse, sex with a woman so bad. It's kind of like they let that dictate their whole grind. They let that dictate their purpose. They do things because of a woman, because they trying to get a woman. They don't even do things for themselves. And, you know, that kind of like that ties into the fact that I don't believe that he should have deleted it. But I understand why he deleted it because of the backlash and the outlook that he was going to give on men. You know, but I personally, I saw the I saw the comedy in it and I also saw the truth in it. That's one thing about comedy it's truth and jokes. Like, yeah, he was joking. It was funny. But that some of that stuff actually is true. I've seen it. My own two. I've seen dudes try to do things like that to women. And it's like we have to take that serious. Like it is comedy. Yes, but it's truth behind it. Like we got to take that serious and raise awareness with with protecting our women. You know, like, they bring life into this world. So we have to protect them, like, with all due respect, with all due respect and all due everything. We must protect them. You know, with the whole, it's a lot of dudes out here. Like, it's a couple dude, It's a couple times I had to stop somebody in the gas station. I had to portray, like, I knew somebody in the gas station or I knew somebody in the store as of old. I'd be like, 
that's a dude trying to get her number, harassing her. I'll come up to her like, don't I know you from somewhere? Or don't I know you from so-and-so? Aren't you so-and-so's daughter? Blah, blah, blah. I'll do something like that. Just to try to like, you know, get the dude off. And of course, the dude just walked away afterwards. He's a coward. But I do, I do things like that. And I feel like that's, stuff like that should be like, you know, the forefront. Like awareness about alcohol and women. Like there's a lot of, a lot of dudes that try to drug women and all types of stuff like that. And it's kind of just like ridiculous. Like It's not even kind of. It is ridiculous. Like, you know. And all that ties into social media, like, like certain, not just, not just fellas, everybody, but I'm just talking more about the fellas because they, more, more, more of the fellas do things for, or because of a female trying to impress a woman or trying to impress, you know, a girl they like or a woman they're trying to obtain, or just somebody they think is cute, you know? They're trying to just be a, portray a certain type of image, especially in like a party setting, or a hotel setting, or something like that, like a kickback setting, college setting. They try to portray a certain type of image so they can get the certain type of woman they want. And it's kind of like, you don't even need to do that, because a woman, a woman gonna recognize your true energy. She gonna recognize your aura. Like she's just gonna recognize your hustle, the way you are. Like all that's why I always preach, always stay true to yourself. Because if you stay true to yourself, the right person is automatically gonna be attracted to you, or they're gonna they're gonna find you, they're gonna connect with you from afar. Like, it's people, it's person in my life right now that is like I connect with them in such a like crazy way, it's kinda like it's it's crazy to me because it's like we only known each other for such a short short amount of time, but it's like it's I feel like I've known her for years. I mean, like we understand each other. I understand them. It's like it's real mutual, and you gotta like hold on to those type of people in your life because the people that you think is all for you and the people that you think understands you, they probably don't understand you. And you should test them. You should test them. Tell them what you think. Tell them your perspective on religion, your perspective on politics, your perspective on life, your perspective on fitness or anything that you have that you have interest in and that you yet you believe. Let them know that. And if they can't understand it, that should tell you that you shouldn't, you know, value so much time and effort into them. And if they don't want to understand it, you should not even want to be around them. That's just how I think. And that's just going to I feel like that's going to take you. A long way if you go about things like that. You know, it's a lot of like hidden envy. People use hatred. People try to manipulate you and try to make you feel bad and try to make you respond to them, respond to their negative energy, try to, you know, gravitate to their negative energy and their hatred and their envy towards you. And it's kind of like, don't don't feed into that. Just ignore it. Don't respond. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to your grind. Stay true to your purpose. And I and I promise you, everything is gonna come full circle. You're gonna be way more happier with yourself than you are, you know, dealing with other people that don't even accept you for you or don't even want you to be you. They want you to portray a certain image for them to 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 uh, obtain or like, you know. And that's not the way you should go about living your life. You shouldn't live your life for somebody else. You should live your life only for yourself. Because at the end of the day, when all this is all said and done, you're the only. You're gonna be the only person. You know, with you, ain't nobody going to be attached to you. Nobody's going to have your heart, your organs, whatever. You're going to be, you know, alone. At the end of the day, you came in this world by yourself. You're going to leave in this world by yourself.
That's just how it is. And within that time period, in between those lines, you have to make sure that you build positive and and drastic relationships and, and friendships with people and connections and networks with people so that, you know, they're... A lot of things can be left behind, like especially for your kids, your grandkids, future generations. They want to look up to you because you may be a generational, you know, a generational stigma where you you set the mold for the next generation. Like you may be a first generation college student or you may be the first person to graduate high school or you may be the first millionaire in your in your family. You may be the first thousandaire in your family. You may be the first person that got a big house in your family. You know, you're probably the first person that moved to a different state in your family. Like, you know, you got to keep that in mind and always, you know, stay true to yourself. I always go back to that because mental health, especially now, it's like a, a real global, well, I would say global, but a real hot, hot take right now. Like everybody has an opinion. That's one thing. Like everybody has an opinion. You can easily make an account on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, and just post what you think. So it's more so like, you know, you're going to get hate. You're going to get people that don't like you. You're going to get people that don't respect you or don't believe in you. But at the end of the day, you got to believe in yourself. You got to respect yourself. You got to expect the, you have to expect the unexpected. You have to be willing to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because life is a bunch of challenges. Life is a bunch of games. Each, Each year or each phase in your life, I call it phases. I call it phases. When you were 10 years old, it was different. You were expected to act a certain way. You had certain responsibilities at 10 years old. When you were 15 years old, a freshman in high school, you got introduced into a whole new world. When you're 20, 21 years old, you're considered as an adult. Or excuse me, when you're 18 years old, you're considered as an adult. That's a whole different world. So you evolve each time as a person. Like you evolve, you think different, you more you get more mature. Some people get more immature as they go. And it takes for them to be 30 or about to turn 30, 35, and to understand that, hey, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Sometimes that could be too late. I don't want y'all to like think like that. Or like I want y'all to like start thinking like independent now. I want y'all to be free thinkers now. I don't want you to believe. You know, something that somebody else told you. I want you to do your own research. Understand what makes sense to you and believe what you believe. If you believe in religion, you believe in Christianity, you believe in Islam, you believe in Buddhism, anything. Atheists, whatever. Make sure that it's not because somebody influenced it on you and programmed you. Make sure that you program yourself and you believe it yourself. It's all about what you believe. You want to make sure that you're happy with whatever goes on in your life um i feel like most people should accept the fear of failing and use it as fuel as motivation like i said in the beginning i feel like i fail all the time and the reason why i love failing is because it gives me more to look forward to it gives me it makes me humble it makes my ego get in check you know, if I sit here in the gym, I know I can lift uh, 185 at least 25 times, like straight. If I do that every day, I go in the gym and I don't up the weight, all I'm doing is boosting my ego into thinking that, oh, I'm stronger than what I really am. But if I put 225 up there, I'm not going to be able to lift it 20 times, 25 times. I'll probably be able to lift it 
eight eight to twelve times. That's that's failing. That's like let's say you have a goal, you're trying to get twenty reps of this of this weight, or you're trying to get you know this many customers to buy your product, or you're trying to you know get this many hours at work, or you're trying to attain this sponsorship with this business, or you're trying to get this scholarship. You, if you don't get it, I mean, use it as motivation. It's not the end of the world. It's, it's thousands of other things that you could do. It's millions of other things you could do. And if you just want that one thing, use that failure as motivation to keep grinding and get better. That's the only way that you can, you know, change your mindset and get over that fear of failing. It's a fear. Fear is only instilled. Okay, so I failed at, okay, so what? I failed at lifting 300 pounds. So what? I'm not going to fail in a week from now. I'm not going to fail in a month from now. It's all in a matter of, okay, I know I'm going to get it, but it's going to take an extra amount of work to get it. I'm going to have to put a couple more reps in. I'm going to have to do a more, couple more supersets. I'm going to have to do a couple more drop sets to gain that extra confidence, that extra strength in myself. Sometimes you have to fail in order to understand, okay, that's what it takes to get to that point. Like It's a lot of people that, for example, with sports, it's a lot of people that failed, lost in the NBA Finals. LeBron lost in the NBA Finals. Plenty of times, but it's the failures that made that makes him top three of all time. It's the failures that make him the chosen one. You know, it's the failures that make Kobe Bryant one of the like top three greatest players of all time. Like, it's those failures. Like, even with Michael Jordan, he never lost in the finals. But them first seven years, he lost. And when he got a taste of that failure, it made him work harder. When he lost to the Detroit Pistons and the Bad Boy Pistons, it made him go harder. It made him hit that weight room and gain that and gain weight. He was walking around 185. He got in the gym and got lifting them weights. He came back the next season 205 and started killing and won a championship, won, won three straight, and then left, came back, won another three straight just to tell y'all I'm about this shit. This is what I do. And you got to use your – everybody has failed. Anybody that you think of – has failed. That anybody that you look up to has failed. So don't think just because you failed that you got to hold your head down and you got to like pout and feel sorry for yourself. Say, I'm never going to get this. Life is this. Life sucks. I hate my life. What do you hate your life for? You and like some of y'all living in big houses, some of y'all in college, some of y'all got a good job, some of y'all got a job, some of y'all just bought a car, some of y'all got your own crib. What are you hating your life for? So it's people go down, go down to, to go down to wherever you are right now. Go down to that place where you see a lot of homeless people. Those people are people that should be feeling like that. Even those type of people shouldn't. I, in my opinion, those people should not be feeling like that. You shouldn't be holding up every time I drive to the gym. Like, for example, every time I drive to the gym, I see the same person every day. Holding up a sign. And I'm like, okay, you have that much dedication to hold up this sign for this many hours. But it's a Popeye's, a Arby's, a smoke shack, a gas station, a grocery store right across the street that has Apply Now signs up. So why won't you do that? You won't have the same dedication to do that like you would holding that sign asking for handouts. Nobody in life is going to give you handouts. That's one thing I've learned my mom has always told me. You have to work for what you want. You have to work for what you, you know, what you want in life, what you want to see yourself as a successor. You want to see yourself as a six-figure person? You have to work to get it. You see yourself as a millionaire? You have to put in that millionaire work. 
It's just that simple. You want to have a big house. You want to have a big family, big house, cars. I want to have, make sure your kids get cars when they turn 16, 15. You have to be willing to put in the work. It's going to be days where you want to have excuses. But you can't live off excuses because all it's going to do is hinder you. All it's going to do is hinder your process. So if you accept the fear of failing, it's only going to make you better in the long run. Okay, good. I failed. Straight. Cool. I didn't meet my goal. Fine. I'm going to look myself in the mirror and say, hey, I'm going to give myself two weeks. If I don't meet this goal, however long you want to do it. I'm two weeks, a month, a year. It's cool. It's up to you. I use that as motivation. Like right now, uh, excuse me, two weeks ago, uh, actually a week and a half ago, rather, I, I was on incline and I couldn't lift 275 pounds. A week and a half ago. So that's about 10 days ago. Okay. Now I can lift 275, five reps. Or three to five reps, excuse me. Two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, I couldn't lift 225 more than three times. Now I'm lifting 225 eight to 12 times. Incline. It's, it's, it's accepting that failure and looking forward to possibly failing again. That's that's what it is like not even failing again, but it's looking forward to the opportunity It's like, OK, I'm going to I'm not going to let this shit beat me. I'm not going to let these weights. I'm not going to let this business. I'm not going to let this school work, these grades, these teachers. I'm not going to let them, her, him, my boyfriend, my husband, my girlfriend, my my uh, my wife. I'm not going to let them tarnish me. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let them. I'm going I'm to prove to them that I can do this. I'm going to prove to them that I'm willing to put in the work. I'm going to prove to myself, most importantly, that I'm willing to put in the work. And that's really what's most important. You know, it's, it's being self-motivated. I can't motivate you to be better. You have to motivate yourself to be better. I can give you the tools. I can give you the advice. I can give you the videos. I can give you the workouts. I can give you the, you know, the coaching, try to help you. But you're the one that got to drive to the gym every day. You're the one that got to track your your calories intake. You don't want to got to make sure you're doing abs every day if you want to lose weight. You don't want to got to do that. Make sure you're burning at least 500 to 1,000 calories a day. Because you consume over 2,000, 3,000 calories a day. So you got to make sure that you're burning at least half that. Or go on a fast. Or just go on a diet. Diet plan, meal prep. It's really that. It's not hard, God. It's really not. And that goes, that's just me relating it to fitness because that's my field. That's my purpose. Y'all, y'all per se, y'all know what y'all, y'all should know. Oh, some of y'all may not know what y'all purpose is. But for those who do know, live your life based off that. Live your life based off making you happy within your purpose. Everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur, but everybody can be, a, everybody can be an entrepreneur. You know, you can use your nine to five job and use that as motivation. Use that as motivation to get a promotion. Use that as motivation to be somebody's boss instead of being bossed. You know, it's up to you. If that's not what you want, I'm not talking to you. If that is what you want, then I'm talking to you. You should listen. You know, it's like that goes into like, you know, a lot of different things like. Like past experiences, using your past trauma and what you went through in your past as well as motivation, using that pain, that hurt, that envy, that hatred that you have 
towards I don't know towards somebody towards something. Use that and and what you want. Use that towards your success. Use that towards your goals. Use that towards the things that you want to accomplish. The things that you see yourself doing in the future. Because stop. I I I value people that always say that I live in the present because life is life is short and you never know when you're gonna go. But this is just me. This is my how I believe. I'm not telling you what you should believe. I'm just giving you some advice. I believe that you should think in a future tense. In the excuse me, in the future sense, that I'm not. I don't care about right now. If that makes sense, I don't. I don't see my. I'm not worried about right now. I don't care about the car I drive right now. I don't care about. You know. How I ain't gonna say I don't care how I look right now, but I, it's a bigger picture for me. I'm a future man. I'm a future. Diff- I'm a future type of dude. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the stuff I'm doing right now is gonna in five years, ten years. It's gonna be. It's gonna show a lot of improvement. It's gonna show a lot of results. And honestly, I'm willing to. I'm willing to wait. Some people are just not willing to wait. Wait. Uh, two, three, four, five, ten years. For their calling, for God to tell them this is your calling. Some people are not willing to do that. Some people are just want it now. Like for the people that do PPP loans, that was doing that that stuff during the, you know, pandemic, scamming the government, scamming people, doing the credit scams. Those people aren't patient. Those people want it now. Those people are going to reap the benefits of it in the future, though. They're going to reap what they sow. Messing up people's credit scores, messing up people's lives, messing up your own life, getting jail time. Frighten the government. You can't do that. And this goes back to my last episode. It's government control. The government oversees everything. The government controls us physically and mentally if you allow them to. And some people allow them to, you know, and it's just like, okay, you got to take your L, take that pain, take that hatred. If you have any, you shouldn't have hatred for anybody towards anybody to begin with. You should understand where they come from and understand where you come from and leave it at that and leave it at a compromise. If they don't understand you, you don't understand them. Fine. Go your separate ways. But you should use your pain and your past trauma, everything that has happened to you, because everybody has a story. Everybody has a book. And we're still writing the chapters to that book. You know, everybody has books. From when you were born, to when you went to grade school, to when you went to middle school, to when you went to high school, to when you went to college, to young adult life, to when you had kids, getting your own place. Everybody has chapters in their book. And it's a matter of, okay, read those chapters, understand those chapters, digest those chapters, and make it evident that that will not deter me. That will not stop me from being where I want to be. That would not stop me from reaching my goals. That would not stop me from, you know, accepting all the good energy, all the accepting the grind, accepting, you know, connecting with people from afar. Be open to people. Be open to networking with people. Don't be scared to talk to people. Don't be scared to walk up to a woman and, you know, make conversation. Don't be scared to go up to a guy or a man and, 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 you know, make conversation. Don't be scared to do those things, you know, because the worst that can happen is they can say no or they're not interested or they just don't want to have a conversation. I doubt that will actually happen because 
if people recognize that you have good energy and you're about your grind, you're about your hustle, you're about your progression, you're about your, you know, you're about yourself, that that is going to just rub off on them. They're going to be attracted to that. They're going to want to understand you. They're going to want to know why you're the way you are, what made you this way, you know? Because when you, if you look at me, if you look at what I look like, you'll never think that I'm from the hood. You'll never think that I, you know, I grew up, you know, without my, without my, um, without one of my parents in the house. You know, I, you would never think that, you never think that I, my mom, me and my mom, my sister, we had to go through some of the things that we went through. You never think that based off where I am now in my life. And honestly, I go through more now than I've, you know, I've been through in the last year or two. But it's a matter of I'm going through things that's positive things. I have to worry about, OK, I'm thinking about, OK, I'm about to get a new car. OK, I want to get my crib. I want to get my own crib in the next two years. I want to lead a state in the next two years. Those are the things that I'm going through. Those are the, some of the things that I think in my mind that I, that I that's challenging me. OK, I need to buy this thousand dollar camera so I can make better footage. I need to buy this camera so I can make, you know, better content for you guys i'm worried about stuff like that i'm not worried about okay you know i accepted the fact that i grew up the way i grew up and some of the things happened transpired in my life that i didn't want to happen but it happened anyway i accept those things i accept those faults i want those things to keep motivating me i look forward to those things to motivate me i think about those things as if i'm so happy i'm i'm grateful though that i got through it I'm grateful that I stuck through and I didn't let that stuff defeat me. I didn't commit suicide. I didn't make it. I didn't make excuses for myself. I'm still here. You know what I mean? And it's like you got to go through that with with whatever you're doing in life, whatever you put your energy to, whatever you attach your name to. That's what you got to put your energy toward. That's what you got to believe. You got to accept the fear of failing because it's going to happen. Everybody fails. It's what happens after you fail that keeps you from being a leader. Or from being a follower. You know, it's all about that. Like, goes back to last week. Do you either want to be a leader or you want to be a follower? Are you going to accept the fact that you failed? Are you going to keep going again? Or are you going to keep pouting and feeling sorry for yourself and want handouts? And wondering why your life is like this. When you control everything. You control your life. Nobody else controls your life for you. Nobody else can make you get up out of bed and go fill up a job application. Or go make you go get the class and go get that diploma. Get that degree. Go get that doctorate degree. Nobody's going to make you do it but yourself. You know what I mean? Everybody want to be successful, but most people don't want to put in the work to be successful. It's the reason why there's a such thing as a 1%. And in my case, I believe a 10%. It's a reason why it's like that. And, like, you know, the fear of failing is goes into like you know the importance of writing things down like writing your goals down writing your ideas down writing everything that you want to accomplish that you see yourself believe in see yourself in the future five ten years from now write it down what do you want to accomplish in 2022 what do you want to accomplish in 2023 what do you want to accomplish going forward in your life write those things down write that checklist down and keep going back two months pass go look at the checklist okay i checked this off i did that good Six months, go back. Okay, good. A year, now is New Year's. Damn, I look back, I done checked off almost everything. It's okay to not check off everything because nobody's perfect. But you want to make it a goal. Okay, I have 10 things. I want to make sure I check off at least five to six things. That's over 50%. 
That's 50% or better. I want to check off at least 50% or better of this checklist. And if you do that, I promise you, you're going to see a drastic improvement in your life no matter what you do. No matter what you think, you're going to see a drastic improvement. You know, I write things down all the time. I have my own journal. I write my, I write my, of course, I write my podcast notes. I write quotes. I read from my books that I read. I'm currently reading The Marathon Never Stops or the, excuse me, The Marathon Don't Stop. I'm sorry. The Marathon Don't Stop by Rob Kenner. It's it's, It's basically a biography about Nipsey Hussle and everything that he did and everything like the, the story behind him and everything he did while he was alive and everything, you know. And I'm also, of course, I'm reading The Community of Self. Uh, I'm reading those two books at the at the moment. Uh, once I finish those two books, I'm going to finish reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I'm going to finish reading The Autobi- Autobiography of Malcolm X by Alex Haley. Um, yes, like I personally have, I can tell you all one of my goals on my checklist. My goal is to read at least 10 books this year. I'm currently reading... Uh, four right now currently reading four so it's almost what is it? it's april right now so i'm on, I'm, on, I'm on track you know i'm not halfway through the year yet but i'm on track i'm four months in to the year i'm on track you know it's about progressing you know it's about instilling yourself with knowledge instilling yourself with courage be open to criticism be open to being judged be open to people telling you what they think of you and if you don't agree, that's fine. But at least you get a different perspective on you get a different perspective on how people view you and how you should view yourself. What's your opinion on yourself? Okay, that person thinks this about me. Is that true? That's when you do self reevaluation. Is that true about me? Okay, it is true. Boom. I'm gonna look myself in the mirror and say, okay, I can't keep continue doing this. I can't continue being angry all the time. I can't continue making excuses. I can't continue. Uh, wanting handouts I can't continue not living by morals and principles in my life you know I can't I can't continue not having time management or financial literacy I can't continue doing that those are the things that you should write down somewhere you know have a notebook have a journal have a diary have those type of things write down your daily thoughts I do that as well I write down a daily reflection on my Instagram I write down post-workout thoughts Every time, every day, I started doing that about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. I started doing it. every day. I'm going to do post workout thoughts. I'm going to do what I'm thinking after I work out. I'm going to do my message every day. I'm going to post inspiring videos every day, motivational videos every day, because I know somebody that's looking forward to it and that needs to see those type of things. So it can, it might change their outlook on life. It might change their life because it changed my life. You know, like I write down things all the time. I write down poetry. I write down. When I'm feeling sad, I write down when I'm happy. I write down when I'm angry. I write down when I'm motivated. You know, it's uh, you got to write down those type of things. You, writing down things is important because you may have a drastic business idea. You may have an idea for work. You may have an idea for a video. You may have an idea for class, for an assignment. You may have an idea for your for your wife, for your husband, for your girlfriend, boyfriend to go take them out on a date somewhere. You may have a, you may, you know. Things like that, that's important. You may forget because we are human. We do forget things. I know I do. I forget things quick. So that's why I have to write stuff down. I have to write it down on my notes on my phone. I have to write it down physically on my journal because you never know what can happen to to the tangible things. You, you never know what can happen to your, to your journal or your notebook 
That way you have it always have it in the cloud or you'll always have it on Google uh, Photos or whatever you use. You know, you'll always have it. That's important to write things down, you know, and accept the things. You know, accept the goes back to accepting the fear of failure. Like accepting the fear of failure. Don't let social media, you know, make your a pain on people because people aren't perfect, especially celebrities. They get gratif- glorified to being these perfect figures and they're they supposed to be perfect. That's the stigma that we have, but nobody's perfect, man. Just because you have millions of dollars don't mean you're perfect. Like Biggie said, it's more money, more problems. We will never understand that because we look at it as, oh, they got a nice house, nice car, nice this, nice that. They can buy whatever they want. But some of those people, most of most of the people that are rich, well, I ain't going to say most because I don't know. But a lot of people that I see and I've read and I've watched that are rich suffer from depression. Like, they suffer from a lot of things because they see the they see the envy in people. They see the fakeness in people. They see the... To what people are willing to do for money, what people are willing to do for fame. They see that because they're famous. Some of them didn't ask to be famous, but they are famous. And they see what people are willing to do. The, the, the ends, the, the switching up of family, the switching up of friends, the switching up of people you love, the girl that you love, the woman that you love, the man that you love. It's whatever. Like They see that. And they sometimes it makes them go down the wrong path. But most of them use that as motivation to keep going. They don't pout. They don't look out for handouts. They keep pushing. And that's what you should do. Because you want to make six figures. You want to make millions of dollars. You want to, even if you don't make six figures or make millions of dollars, you want to take care of your kids. You want to have a big family one day. You want to take care of yourself, have a crib, have a house, have a car, have multiple cars, buy your kids cars, make sure your kids have a college fund. You want to make sure you have that stuff, right? So accept the fear of failing. Accept you know, being true to yourself, staying true to yourself, write things down and stop feeding it to social media, you know? Um, in this last segment, we're going to get, uh, I'm going to discuss my, you know, I'm a basketball head, you know what I mean? For y'all, y'all want to hear this, y'all not sports related, you know, y'all can go, uh, go ahead, log off. I appreciate y'all for coming. Boom. But we're going to get into these NBA playoff predictions. I know it's already two, some, by the time some of y'all hear this, it may be three games in, but Better late than ever, right? All right, so in the first round, we're going to start in the Western Conference. In the first round, we got the number one seed Suns, Phoenix Suns, going up against the number eight seed New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I believe that the Pel- that the uh, excuse me, the Suns will sweep the Pelicans. That's just me, though. Uh, I believe they're going to sweep the, Pel- uh, the Pelicans because Chris Paul... Uh, Devin Booker, they hungry. They feel like they should have won the championship last year. So I feel like they have a lot. They have a chip on their shoulder. Uh, next series, um, Dallas Mavericks, number four seed Dallas Mavericks versus number five seed Utah Jazz. That's a good series. Now, if Luka comes back, it's tied up right now one-to-one as I'm looking at it. But if Luka comes back, I feel like they're going to squeeze it out. But right now, I got Utah winning this series. It's gonna, I feel like Utah is going to win this series in seven if, if Luka comes back. Um, next series, uh, number three seed Golden State Warriors versus number six seed Denver Nuggets. I feel like the Golden State Warriors are going to sweep the Denver Nuggets. I feel like Jokic can't do it by himself. He don't have Devonta. Uh, damn, excuse me. He don't have Jamal Murray. He doesn't have Michael Porter Jr. He don't really have help. And when the playoffs come, they stay. The scout team, everything is 
it's it's on one. They understand everything you do, every dribble you take. They know what you're going to do. So Jokic, he can put up 25 and 10 and 8, but that ain't going to result in a win. So I got the Warriors in a sweep. Uh, this is a good series right here. Young uh, young team, young teams right here. Uh, number two seed Memphis Grizzlies and the number seven seed Minnesota Timberwolves. Right now, Minnesota is up one, one zero. Uh, I feel like the Memphis Grizzlies, Grizzlies, excuse me, is gonna beat them in six. I I could see it going seven games, but I think Grizzlies in six. Uh, I just feel like John Morant. He just recently posted that Jordan last dance. Scene, I love that scene. That's that scene is saved in my phone. It's like that's an iconic scene. It's like you know, let's see if that laughing is 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 started when it's a when it's even score, not when you have a five six point lead. Like I respect Josh so crazy for that. You know what I mean? Like I believe they're gonna win in six though. Okay, going to the Eastern Conference now. We have the Miami Heat number one seed, Miami Heat. Going up against the eight seed Atlanta Hawks. Again, I think the Miami Heat are going to sweep the Atlanta Hawks. If they don't sweep them, I think they're going to beat them in five games. Okay, because I feel like Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, they got too many shooters. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, it's they all around dominant. Like they all around with it. So I think they got Victor Oladipo too. So I yeah like I don't think they're gonna be all on my uh Trey on ass I ain't gonna hold you they gonna they gonna put the clamps on dude, but uh next series number four seed Philadelphia seventy sixes versus number five seed Toronto Raptors I got the seventy uh, sixes in the sweep once again I don't feel like the Raptors are even in the same class as them especially playoff wise who's checking Embiid who's checking Harden who's checking Tyrese Maxey I don't nobody. Thanks for answering that question. Sweep. Brooms. All right. So next we got the Milwaukee, number three seed Milwaukee Bucks versus the number six seed Chicago Bulls. Now, this is a slept on series. It may go six games, in my opinion, because I feel like DeMar DeRozan and they're going to start gelling again. If they do do that, it's going to go six games. And I still I still got Milwaukee in six if that happens. But if they don't turn it around right now. In game two, they're getting swept. Um, they just got to make sure they take at least two, one of these two games when they're in Chicago to turn this series around. But uh, this is the, this is my favorite series, though, right here. Next series. Um, number two, Boston Celtics versus the number seven seed, Brooklyn Nets. Now, this series is going seven. <laughs> this series is going seven. Boston took the first game by a buzzer beater. Which is kind of crazy because KD didn't even have a good game. He had a terrible game, actually. He shot like 9 of 24 from the floor, you know. And the fact that they only won by layup is crazy because if KD plays like KD, like he will in game two, I see all these undisputed first take saying all this crap about KD. He had a terrible game. First of all, we, we've, we've seen this before. When he was with the Warriors and he played against the Clippers and he played against Patrick Beverly. He had a bad game, right? And the next game, he had 50 and missed only like two shots. So it's like, you got to chill. That's KD, dog. He's top 10 of all time. In my opinion, he's top 10 of all time. Um, For real, for real, to me, he's top five. But I ain't even going to say that blasphemy. I'm going to just respect the old dudes. I'm going to respect the old heads. 
And I'm going to just say he's top 10. Boom. But I can make an argument that he's top five. Just based off skill. Not based off championships and all that. But that's besides the point, y'all. I feel like I got the Brooklyn Nets in seven because I feel like KD, Kyrie, that's kind of crazy. Then if they get Ben Simmons, I don't know. He going to play a little D. That's kind of wild right there. I ain't going to lie. Then they got Seth Curry. They got people that can knock down shots. Ben Simmons, if he comes back, I hope he comes back because I'm tired of him holding out. You you got traded. Now, all of a sudden, you don't see your back hurting. Like, how your back hurting? You ain't been playing. Like, I don't understand that. You're 6'10". Come on, dog. We need you. But uh, I feel like the Brooklyn Nets going to win this in seven. Now, for my finals predictions, the NBA finals predictions, just to speed it up, well, actually, I'm gonna say my my Eastern my Western Conference Finals predictions first. I believe that it's gonna be the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. Now, who do I think is gonna win that? I think the Golden State Warriors are gonna beat the Phoenix Suns in a seven game series. Steph, Clay, Draymond—they just got championship DNA. Nobody on the Suns have won a championship, am I correct? But the, the three on Golden State, they got three together, right? Okay, then. So they got championship DNA. I feel like they're going to take it in the seven. They're going to win that. So I got them in the NBA Finals. Now, for the East Coast, I have... This is tough. Because you can either have Milwaukee in the second round facing Boston or the Nets. Or you can have Miami... In the in the uh, second round facing Philadelphia, that's tough. My gut, I want to say, hmm, man, I'm gonna say Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals versus the Philadelphia 76ers. I feel like this, the Sixers is gonna beat the Heat in a seven game series. I feel like the 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 Bucks is gonna beat the Nets in a seven game series. Not even a, I don't think it's I don't even think it's gonna go seven games. Honestly, I think it's gonna go six games four two because the Nets just don't have no defense. You know they they don't have no D. So I don't, I don't nobody on that team can guard Giannis, and it's just like okay you guard Giannis that's fifty. Oh that's forty. 40 and 15. Then you got Middleton. That's 20. Then you got Drew Holiday. That's another 20. It's like, do you got Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez coming off the bench? It's a lot. And I don't think the Nets can hold that. So I got the I got the Bucks and uh Sixers in the conference finals. Now who do I have them fate? I have them facing the Golden State Warriors. Who do I have them facing? Um who do I have facing the Golden State Warriors, rather? <sighs> I have the Milwaukee Bucks facing the Golden State Warriors in the finals. Um, that's crazy. I think the Milwaukee Bucks and the Sixers, that's a seven-game series. Because you got Harden, you got Embiid, you got Tyrese Maxey. He's just a rising star. I feel like they're going to come with guns blazing. If Harden can get his stuff together, if Harden can get his, you know, his hamstrings right, his injuries right, you know how he is. But I feel like Embiid is no stopping Embiid. But on the other side, Milwaukee Bucks, they got championship DNA. They know what it takes to get there. And I feel like the Bucks is going to win this, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, the finals matchup I see is Milwaukee Bucks versus the Golden State Warriors. They're both three seeds. So, uh, 
Hmm. Man. How do I see this? Ah. I feel like this series is going to go seven or six or seven games. Golden State versus the Bucks. Now, if the Bucks can tr- can control the perimeter, then I got the Bucks in six. But if they start off these two, the first two games, and they let Clay and Steph just go off and hit 12 threes combined, they gonna they for losing first two. Then I still got the Bucks in seven. <laughs> I still got the Bucks in seven. So I got the Bucks repeating as champions. I got Giannis repeating as a back-to-back MVP, uh, Finals MVP, excuse me. Um, And yeah, I'm going to wrap it up with my uh, quarter of the day. My quarter of the day is having a circle of people that's brave, firm, and strong, and has a, a strong moral compass, is such an underrated value. Value... And watch out for people that like to straddle that straddle lines so they can play both sides. I'm gonna say it again. Having a circle of people that is brave, firm, and have a strong moral compass is such an underrated value. Watch out for people that like to straddle lines so they can play both sides. That was a quote by yours truly. I appreciate you guys, women, men. I appreciate y'all for listening to me and supporting me and everything. Uh, come back Thursday. We got another episode coming on Thursday. I appreciate y'all for checking me out, supporting, liking the videos, sharing the videos, uh, listening to my content. It's, it's so much more to come. Can't wait for season two. Got a big surprise coming in season two. Um, I love y'all. And y'all have a good week. See y'all on Thursday. Peace out.